Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's, this is a tough conversation because you don't want to call this good news. I mean, you could make a case that there is some good news out of a tragedy. It's just, it's, it's, it's awkward. It really, really is. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about the tragic and the endless rise in drug poisoning deaths. Uh, it's been in the news a lot lately, specifically. April was the worst month ever, ever in Alberta for drug overdose, drug poisoning deaths. And it's a really stark indicator of just how bad it's gotten. Here's another one. More than a third of the organs donated in Alberta last year came from people who died of drug overdoses. More than a third of the organ donations in Alberta came from people who died of drug overdoses. Drugs killed 1,700 people in Alberta last year. So what to make of this? To be honest with you, I, I don't know. Like I say, it's a, it's a, it's an awkward conversation. We're going to chat now with Jim Kotsianis, who is a professor of critical care medicine at the University of Alberta, served as the medical director of Alberta's human organ procurement exchange program for more than 20 years, uh, leaving in 2018. Uh, doctor, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for the opportunity uh, to speak on this matter. You know, I, like I say, I, I'm, I'm struggling. I don't know how to characterize this because overall it's awful, right? I mean, th- that people are dying at such shocking rates, regardless of what happens after that. We have to remember that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people are dying, right? Uh, that's correct. And uh, being in critical care and uh, working in one of the hospitals I work at in Edmonton's an inner city hospital, I've seen this uh, both sides um, uh, evolve over 20 years. Um, yeah, it is sad, but on uh, on the other hand, um, you can look at it both ways. Uh, organ donation is good. We've made a lot of headways with the registry in Alberta, which is uh, incrementally increasing and engaging the public, public aware- awareness, uh, awareness with our religious organizations and cultural organizations. But uh, I, I don't think it's enviable to rely uh, you know, to rely on deaths from drug overdose, which is uh, potentially preventable, yeah. uh, to drive this. Now, BC, we had seen this happening in BC in 2015 onwards, and it was just a matter of time, I think, for us uh, to have the same uh, issue. Um, so the fact that we have more than a third of organ donations, I think it tells us a couple of different things, right? First of all, it tells us that um, we're, we're still way behind where we should be when it comes to organ donation. That problem, like you say, this is not a way we should be looking to solve this problem because it's still a problem. It's something we need to improve upon, right? Yeah, it's uh, one thing the public has to be aware of. It's a very rare event, about 1% of hospital admissions will uh, become either brain dead or uh, have uh, enough brain damage to go forward to donation. So it's a rare event. So uh, public engagement has been good. Families generally are aware of this and either have registered or have spoken to their family members about it, which is an important thing. So um, we went just over 20 uh, donors per million in Alberta. That's a benchmark that I think in Canada we've been looking at. So. Mm-hmm. That's been achieved. Worldwide, there are certain countries that have always been ahead of us, like Spain, they're at about 30. 
So, but, you know, targeting benchmarks is important, but it shouldn't drive um, how we approach this. And I, I think it, it, the broader problem is a public health problem, and we have to be more holistic in, um, in addressing it. What does that look like? Because like, you, you've worked in this for so long. When you talk about addressing that need, uh, you've probably got more insight than anybody. How, how do we continue to move that forward? Well, you know, I've had conversations with uh, um, our police chief here in Edmonton, and I think he has a holistic approach. And it's not just a medical thing. By the time they get into the intensive care unit, patients like this, it's a whole a length of uh, issues that have developed before I end up looking after them, and we don't solve yeah. the problem. But I think it's a multi-pronged approach. It's the public not ignoring this, and, and we see it every day, particularly in our inner cities. It's um, the police services and social services engage. It's not just a legal matter from the police side. Uh, and I think we all have to pitch in and look at this. It, money doesn't solve this. It's a holistic approach in public health. As we went through with COVID, which we successfully uh, got through, I think we need to address this uh, in that spirit as well. In terms of, you know, this spike that we've seen because of the drug overdoses, and I don't know if, if, if you want to comment on this or not, there's a stigma issue around drug use. We know that, and there are some people, and I've seen them on the text line, serves them right. Hey, at least three organs are going to somebody who's going to use it. I mean, does this make that worse? I mean, how do we sort of reconcile that kind of thinking? Well, again, I think if we look at a public health framework of yeah. this, we did with COVID and say, okay, Let's look at our social issues. Um, poverty is part of it, not all of it. Um, a culture that's increasingly accepting of certain types of drug. Uh, and if we can, you know, if we accept it, we have to have a manner to uh, navigate it, like a framework to have rehab facilities available for people, uh, to have housing, uh, like a lot of housing won't accept people with drug addictions or alcohol addictions. So, we need to say, yeah, it's a real problem and not ignore it. And and like any other disease, so to speak, um, uh, or mental health issue is grapple it in, in a healthy manner. I'm, I'm getting some text, and I don't know, in terms of when we take a look at the people that are dying, and I was reading in the piece that, you know, the majority of them are in an age range of 18 to 34. In terms of organ donation, I don't even know how to put this, but I mean, are they, are they are they suitable donors? I guess is the question yeah. based on what their health yeah. conditions might be. Yeah, they generally are. They're very suitable donors, and in fact, about a decade or two ago, uh, in the U.S., the FDA and uh, public health in the U.S. and the Canadian group, uh, which I was involved with, we looked at this for IV drug users, for instance, and although they may have an increased risk of hepatitis C and Hep mm -hmm. B. Uh, we have uh, we have all the statistics and matter to mitigate that risk with certain testing and that. So by far, uh, they are suitable donors, and because of their youth, they're more than suitable. Um, because increasingly, the other spectrum of our donors generally are older because our population is healthier. We have less head injury, for instance, from motor vehicle accidents. We um, uh, have more, better treatments for stroke. So a lot of um, these other diseases we're mitigating uh, with better medical care. Um, and I guess if nothing else, the fact is we're talking about organ donation. That's a positive, right? Uh, no matter how we yes. got there, whenever we talk about it, that's good because like you say, we do need to increase awareness and increase the numbers. Yes, and I think 
the Canada Blood Services and our Hope North and Hope South here in Alberta. We've done a lot in 20 years. I've seen it evolve where it wasn't a big, wasn't even much on our radar screen in critical care. It was there, but uh, but the last decade, there's been a big focus and uh, huge inv- advancements in identification, awareness, uh, uh, you know, management of organ donors, all, all this collectively. But uh, as uh, we noted, uh, you know, it's it's you know, it's not the best outcome when we have uh, drug overdoses resulting in death. Um, yeah, it's 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 the wrong way. To, to to see improvement, even if it is improvement. Um, doctor, thank you so much for joining You're us. You're welcome. I, I appreciate it very much.